0: There we go. Got a thumbs up from the gallery over there. A phenomenal thumbs up. All right. You got to get two thumbs up there. Well, like the fonts you know. a that you're our
1: friend. Let me in. Before we start, Milwaukee. Oh. the Uso!
2: Gentlemen, welcome back to the DWI podcast. My name is PC Tunney. I am your commissioner and the commissioner of the COVID United States, of them COVID Americas. And I am joined, as always, by the other half of the world's greatest tag team. Never, it's him, it is him, it doth be science that that's DPP. It's crapping it, PC. Well, let's bring in the third member of this triumphant trifecta of triangular podcasting. Not a lot's crapping in, by the way, DPP. Oh Let's God. bring in the third part of this alphabet soup of a podcast. Thank you very much, the one and only Wildfire Tommy Rich. He's phenomenal. He's funky. He's phenomenally funky fresh. AJ Belaz.
3: And it's a great week. We have a lot to talk about, I think. Right? A lot yeah, of things. we got plenty to talk
2: about. So be- mm-hmm. before we do that... Let's get loosened up here and play What You Drink.
1: Drink it in, man. Fuck you, I drunk. Fuck you, I'm drunk. For my beer on the sink, I got more in a trunk. Fuck you, I'm drunk. Fuck you, I'm drunk, and I'm going to be drunk till the next time I'm drunk.
2: I walk in the bar and the So I think I got the last two 12-packs of the Sierra Nevada 40th Anniversary over at the old liquor store. And I got them for 12.99 for all 24 bottles. So what happened? It was funny because I, well, I, I think that's what they had left and they had a closeout up front when you walk out. But I walk in and I didn't see what's up past the registers right away. So I, I kind of went back and looked at where I grabbed beer from and all the selection. And I grab something I hadn't had in a while, and I grab a 12-pack of something that I have all the time. It was uh, I, grab, I grab the Navajo by Half Acre, which is a double IPA, four-pack of pints, and then I grab the 12-pack of the Voodoo Ranger. So I get up there and I'm checking out, and my guy's checking me out. We know each other. What's up? How's it going? Blah blah blah. And I look over and I'm like, really, twelve ninety nine? He's like, yeah, that's for the case. And I'm like. And I just got done bringing up the last transaction. And I pulled the card back out. I go, Yep, give me that too. Whoop. So I had nice. to stack that on top of there. I'm walking out with 40 beers. So I'm good for at least, you know, tonight and tomorrow. Um, no, just kidding. I'm good for a while. I'm good for a while. Plus, a, a friend of mine at work who we exchange beers off and he, he repaid me a four pack this week. So, you know, plenty of beer here in Tony's refrigerator. Fridge is That's what I'm drinking. 40th anniversary, uh, AJ. What's going on at the Belans household this evening?
3: Ah, well, as I said in the beginning of the month, we got this big old bottle of tequila. Jose. So uh, I'm going with some tequila and Sprite. It's actually pretty good, not gonna lie. But uh. But. But we are almost, almost done with oh, Drinko de Maya tequila. So uh. Who knows? Maybe we might finish it to, uh, today.
2: There you go. Fun fact, uh, that's what Michael Jordan was actually drinking during the documentary. He watched The Last Dance, which you can find over seven and a half hours of content right there on the TheChairShot.com from myself, Christopher Platt, Ray Cash, who are now known as the three-man weave, and you can check that out, the inaugural episode this Tuesday. Uh, we're going to cover everything sports, so you know you love me. I know you love me. Well, I just keep telling myself that, but I know you love Platt, and I know you love Cash, so...
3: I have one problem with that. You didn't call yourself the Triangle Offense.
2: No, we like the three. We we thought about the triangle, but we just covered the triangle. We figure the three man weave is a little better. <sighs> Fair enough.
0: I dig the three man weave. We had a
2: discussion about it. We had a discussion about it. <laughs> and we now have a Twitter account. So follow us at three underscore man weave. It's official. DP, what the fuck are you drinking?
0: <laughs> I feel bad. I'm just finished. I'm. We had a late lunch. We were working out in the yard and then just ran out to get some food. So I'm just finishing up. I got an IBC root beer. and uh, oh, there you go. Once this is just about beer. done here, I'll uh, I'll be pouring myself probably a Becky special.
2: I know you don't drink Captain anymore, or at least you don't drink it as much as you used to, but did you ever have the uh, Captain barrels with the root beer and Captain?
0: Uh, no, I never had those. Um, oh, okay. but Yeah, Captain Morgan's kind of off the diet now, now that it uh, basically destroys my stomach anytime I have one, so.
2: Gotcha. All right, folks, well, that's what we've been drinking. Now, let's tell everybody what's happening this week on episode 229 of the DWI podcast. Well. well we're waiting. Well, it's the big show. <laughs> Sweet, <laughs> fucking in, fucking angels, folks. Fucking angels. <laughs> sound like angels, angels of hell. Uh, this week on the DWI podcast, right here we got the big show. Sheet reads as such. It's this WWE talk. Icy tourney. Uh, I guess we're going to talk a little bit about that. I have a little bit of a breaking news announcement that is going to result in breaking news. You'll figure it out when I say it. We're going to preview Double or Nothing that's going on this weekend. AJ's got a little bit of coverage from the NWA Carnyland situation. We're also going to get a three-pack of trivia from a main man over there. And a last call about four champions battling it out this Sunday. DPP, ring the bell. All right, WWE. We decided what we want to talk about this week is the Intercontinental Tournament, okay? So, I got the old bracket right here. We've already had Daniel Bryan defeat Drew Gulak. We have already had Elias get a victory over King Corbin. Now tonight, Jeff Hardy will face Sheamus. The winner will face Daniel Bryan. And on the other side of the bracket, AJ Styles takes on Shinsuke Nakamura. The winner there faces Elias. Gentlemen. Let's start with Hardy and Sheamus. AJ, I see you chomping at the bit. Where do you got this match going tonight? Who's going to advance to take on Daniel Bryan in the semifinals of the
3: Well, if people have been paying attention to SmackDown, Jeff Hardy's been doing a lot of the redemption arc that he's going to be great again, be the Hardy that everyone remembers, which it's nice to see, it's nice to watch him understand, like, hey, I had my mistakes and I'm here to try to right the wrongs with it and everything, so Seamus being Seamus he, uh he's, he's kind of being that bully character again, he's trying to say, ah, it doesn't matter, you're just gonna do stuff, so I think Jeff Hardy should probably get it and good old DB versus Jeff Hardy in the next round.
2: That's kind of where I have this going because I think Sheamus comes back and costs Jeff Hardy in the next round. I bet you DP was just about to say that too.
0: (laughs) Well, they've been building this whole Jeff Hardy Sheamus thing and it just seems like one match here in the tournament is probably not going to end said feud so that's I could totally see that happening whether it's in the next round or the finals. I could see him definitely doing that. I think leading. So you towards, got you. I got I got Dan. Uh, yeah, Jeff Hardy. Yep. This one going. We all Daniel. got Hardy. We
2: all got Hardy tonight. Yeah. So folks, when you listen to this tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon, you'll know whether or not we sounded like jackasses predicting this tournament. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Three hours before SmackDown goes live on Fox, that's where we're at right now. We're five p.m. Eastern Friday night, uh, having some drinks, DWI podcast. Any other thoughts on the Seamus Hardy thing? that's 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 what we're gonna, that's, we're gonna that's move on yeah. we're gonna move on that's gonna do it uh let's go over to the other side of the bracket i think it's pretty obvious i think even more so than the seamus and hardy thing that we're gonna see aj styles come away with a victory tonight over shinsuke nakamura why would nakamura be in the semifinals of a tournament that they really didn't give him a goal with the, the title when he had it before right I, I mean unless this is a way to put that back on him i really don't think so dp you you agree that we got aj going over tonight
0: yeah, it kind of seems a little ridiculous to why bother taking him. Not you. But, Damn it. Oh. It's never me. Why, yeah, why bother having Nakamura go into the farther into this tournament than they could have just kept the title on him? And I don't see him doing anything else besides that. So I, I like AJ in this one. I'm, I'm a big fan of potentially AJ coming out with this Intercontinental title as well in the whole
3: tournament, but definitely got AJ.
0: I definitely got AJ,
3: AJ and much like the name I will also stick to it as well uh it, it would be nice seeing Elias maybe come out with like an upset in the semifinals against AJ but if not AJ winning the belt would be really nice and we all know Shinsuke and AJ can put on matches especially when intercontinental matches are in the in order <coughs> wrestling <laughs> them time Bless
2: you. Let's 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 finish the bracket here and make some predictions, okay? So, Daniel Bryan versus we all have the same final four. Daniel Bryan, Jeff Hardy, and AJ and Elias. I see AJ getting to the final here. Uh, as much as I'd love to see Elias win this tournament, I'll say Elias beats AJ. He's winning the he's winning the whole thing, but I'm picking AJ Styles to be in the finals of the intercont- Intercontinental Intercontinental tournament.
0: I'm also going to go with AJ Styles. I'm torn on the other side a little bit. Rip torn, rip torn.
2: Huh.
0: maybe I'm torn on the other side. I-, I like. I think AJ versus either one of those two would be a f- amazing match. I won't use phenomenal. It's gonna be an amazing match. We haven't seen Jeff Hardy and AJ. I could see them waiting on that. Uh, you know, maybe after Hardy's done with the Sheamus feud. And they could go back to having Jeff Hardy and AJ Styles in a feud, but and then just have Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles here in the finals. But I kind of like AJ Styles versus Jeff Hardy in the finals, with uh, you know that Sheamus interference there at the end to kind of cost Jeff Hardy the match, and now they got and that gives them opportunities to go with all different sorts of storylines there.
3: I'm going to say AJ as well, so we're three for three still. Uh, the the cute thing that I could probably see if they uh, decide to keep going with Undertaker haunts AJ, there's only one title that Taker hasn't had for the Grand Slam. Oh, boy. Just saying.
2: I don't see Taker winning the Intercontinental title, but you are on the right track, as in AJ hasn't held the Intercontinental title. So, I do have Daniel Bryan going over with Sheamus interference there on Jeff Hardy and you get Daniel Bryan versus AJ styles. And what better way to kind of reintroduce the intercontinental title back to the people and make it very important with this, you know, you, the short list of matches you could watch every single day would be AJ styles and Daniel Bryan is on there, right? I mean, you could watch these guys wrestle every single day for the rest of your life until they're 50, 60 years old. And you'd, see something great every single time. So why not give the belt that match? And why not give AJ Styles a real nice run with the Intercontinental title?
3: Yeah, I, I completely agree. AJ, always the working man in every single company he's in. So working man if he beats, for the
2: working man. If he beats Elias, which I'm predicting. Otherwise, it, I got Elias. It,
3: if he beats Elias, if not, I'm pretty sure we're all jumping on the Elias bandwagon. So basically, Is that your backup? Is that your backup?
2: That's my backup. I'd say in order of winning the Intercontinental title for me would be, I'll give you my top three. I would say AJ, then Elias, then possibly Sheamus. But that's a long way away from what we all predicted him not winning any matches. So (laughs) anybody got their top top three predictions for winning the whole
3: tournament? AJ? Uh, I'm going to go with Styles, number one, two Elias, I'll give three to Hardy.
0: EP, that's my three right there. I, I we pretty much got the winner of AJ versus Elias coming out of this thing, if, uh, <laughs> if, if if assuming AJ
2: Styles gets past Nakamura. I mean, it just doesn't make sense for a lot of the other guys unless there's some kind of storyline woven in. You know, you run down the list, and Daniel Bryan. I, I mean, he's there to make it a great match. I think you could give it to Hardy. You could give it to Sheamus. But yeah, AJ and Elias make the most sense. So, all right. I hope you folks enjoyed a little Intercontinental Title Tournament though. I, to, I had to say that. It was kind of cheesy, but we'll just, we'll just go to a commercial, and you'll kind of remember
3: a little bit. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting
2: reviews, news, opinion, and analysis. With attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Speaking of breaking Folks, news. Before
3: we... <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> breaking news, we finished the tequila for Drinko De Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, I do have a couple
2: other things I do want to get to here. First off, before we get rolling here, uh, a couple more bills to pay, a couple more people to hop off on. I want to say, first of all, thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code SHARESHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code SHARESHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Now, I don't know if this is going to be valid tomorrow because it says today and we're recording the day before we're going on. But if you listen to this show, give it a whirl tomorrow. I'm not really sure. Uh, it, it, I, I would imagine it's it's gonna work the whole weekend. So you wanna go you wanna go over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and get yourself a real nice t-shirt from right here at everybody from the We have so many different selections. You'll be surprised once you go there. I mean, hashtag journalism. We got Save Tag Team Wrestling. We got the nice Chair Shot shirt. We got Miranda, Queen of Soft Style going on over there. So save on a Chair Shot t-shirt today by taking advantage of at PWTs. That's on the Twitter. You can follow them. That's prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the Chair Shot. You're going to get 20% off when you use the promo code MEMORIAL. That's why I'm thinking it's all weekend, folks. Unsure where to start? Use your head and grab a classic logo tee. That's what we're suggesting. Check out the Chair Shot logo. Head to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the TheChairShot. Use the promo code MEMORIAL. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. All right, gentlemen, we are back. We're ready to rock. Uh, I, I want to get into a double or nothing preview here. I, I think everybody's kind of looking forward to this pay-per-view from AEW. I've really enjoyed their television for the past few weeks. They had kind of a clunker a couple weeks ago, but the week before that was excellent. I thought the go home show this week was really good. I enjoyed a lot of it. I'm really enjoying Arn Anderson and Jake Roberts getting in the ring this week and cutting a great promo together, you know? Um, but why don't we do this? Why don't we run down the card and you guys can interweave your thoughts on the storylines that we've seen on TV and everything that's going on with these guys. So, the pre-show match is going to be a number one contender tag team match, and that is going to be Private Party versus Best Friends, Chuck Taylor and Trent. I wish Trent would use his last name still, Trent Barretto. just Trent? I mean, that doesn't really work for me. But anyway, see, I, th- I told you we'd weave our thoughts into the card as we went. <laughs> who, would you la- who would you guys like to see become the number one contender for the tag team titles? Because to me... You both. You have two really good tag teams. One is going to give you a little bit more exciting match. The other one is going to give you a little bit better storyline and promos. AJ, what are your thoughts here on the tag team division? Who do you want to see uh, be the number one contenders?
3: Uh, the team that I would love to see as the number one contenders, actually, is the best friends because we see them every week doing singles or even tag team. Even three people because they have Orange Cassidy in the group now. Uh, We really haven't seen much of Private Party on actual television. I'm not 100% sure on Dark, but Private Party, really good tag team for uh, NEW when they did their show. If you haven't seen them, they're amazing. They're fun. They're a lot of fun. High energy, high charisma. Good old old tag team with the uh, gin and juice finisher, but... I still have best friends coming out on top with this. Chuck E. T. and Trent Beretta with Orange Cassidy freshly squeezed.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of a tough one because, like you said, we haven't seen really seen Private Party on uh, regular television. Like you said, I, I'm not sure about Dark either, uh, but they were an awesome tag team when they f- uh, first introduced the tag titles and had the tournament. I felt like th- these guys could have won the thing, and that would have been really really cool to see them actually win the tournament and be the first tag team champions, but they didn't go that way. And just because of the fact, I guess, that they haven't been on television makes me lean towards the best friends at winning this thing. I think they, they've they been, obviously, a little more profiled recently, and having Orange Cassidy on the side there as the additional entertainment is always fun to watch. And I, as well, will take the best friends to become the number one contenders.
2: I I'm kind of torn here. Like uh, the, the point that DP makes about private party, not being on TV and the things that they're trying to push with the best friends, like, and the point I'm about to make, you could also apply to the best friends. Right. But I think the, they're kind of more established. I think the bigger rub would be if private party ended up, you know, being the number one contender and winning those tag team titles. Right. Because they're not being defended this weekend. Um, you got Omega and, uh, why man, is my age. name. Uh, yes, I, all I could think about was him running across the football field like Forrest Gump on Wednesday. <laughs> uh, and then, and then, and then his only thing he said the whole time is once they were done whooping their ass and they're across each other, "Y'all get." That's what he said. That was his. That was his line for this week. Y'all get. Uh, man, I'm really loving what what he. To me, he's their most valuable talent. Uh, but what a big rub that would be for a private party off of. Off of Hangman Page and Kenny Omega, like I said, you can apply that to Best Friends too. But I think Best Friends is already further along there, so I I would I pick Best Friends. I would really like to see it be Private Party.
0: What do you think about just Kenny? I know that's kind of been a slow burn. Yeah, that's that's your opinion, man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just the whole, obviously, it's been a very slow burn. It seems of the Adam Page, Kenny Omega, and it seems like you know Hangman Page is going to be you know, going against them at some point just based on everything they've been doing. How do you do you guys like them as tag team champions, or would you rather see them lose them sooner, sooner than later and start this whole thing?
3: I'd rather see them lose it because they started off with AEW saying that they have the best tag team division and they haven't really done much with the tag team division. Like the Lucha Bros are doing their own thing, single... I don't even know what Pentagon's doing. And then the tag team champions are Hangman and Kenny, who are a mixed-up tag team. And what was the only people that they faced other than SCU was uh, the Young Bucks. So Hmm. having a legitimate tag team would be nice to have, but that's just me.
2: Well... Let's move on here. Let's talk about some of the other matches on the card. Let's go over the women's division here. Dr. Britt Baker taking on Chris Statlander. You know, these are two competitors that, I, I don't know, one one's much better in the ring than the other, but no one really in, in AEW's women's division has been able to showcase themselves as a very good women's wrestler, and I think that's really unfortunate. I, I don't know whether it's a lack of them you know practicing together or getting their timing out or they just don't have people that can go in there and call matches against each other but it just seems really bad and like all the time i wonder if that's
0: the case maybe that's that they just don't there's nobody that's a good ring general because it seems like they have some talented women there but they just don't seem to get it going and nothing you ask yourself the question
2: good why is Brandy Rhodes not in the ring more? Well, I don't know. If you were Brandy Rhodes, would you want to get in the ring with these fucking idiots? No, especially when Nia
0: Rose almost uh, what broke Britt Baker's uh, leg there, or whatever whatever
3: happened there on Wednesday. I was about to say. I, th- I think that th- I thought it said that she did do something to her ACL when uh, Nyla steamrolled into her leg.
0: Yeah. So yeah, it's it's scary. You know, it's
2: it's tough. I just. I don't understand what the amount of talent that's on the indie scene and the amount of talent that's elsewhere that they couldn't have come up with a better women's division. I know the person that they were relying on to probably carry the division is not there. And I wish her the best of luck. Hopefully we can get to talk to her on the air instead of just off the air, but shout out to Kylie Ray. I, I just don't see it there. I don't understand maybe it's not maybe they said, you know what, for the first however long we're not really worried about that division and, and that's kinda how it's going, but that's how it comes off to me.
3: I the only thing that I feel like they're missing is someone with a veteran presence. Like they had it with Awesome Kong, but then I don't remember exactly what happened with her. I don't know if like it was contract dispute or a like, showing of appearance, but they need a mean- veteran body.
2: To me, NWA has two people that would be perfect for AEW, would be Melina and Thunder Rosa. I mean, you talk about someone that's been around forever, and then someone else that actually can work in the ring. You know, not to say Melina can't, but Thunder Rosa is one of the better female workers, in my opinion. Mm. Especially now that she's incorporated uh, more of a, you know, MMA style, considering she did have her, her MMA debut as well. So... I just there's people out there that I don't understand. And I'm not talking about people that are in other places, but people like the people I just mentioned that have credibility, can work in the ring. You know, they can cut a promo. People know who they are. It's just like they don't have to win, but they can show these girls in this women's division how to actually have a good match because that's what they're missing. You can't start a good storyline at the beginning of a company without having at least good matches. Like you need to have B matches at the at the worst
0: you can only – talent can only take you so far, you know. That's the thing. It's, you can you can be good and everything, but if you can't make the match sell and, and do it correctly, then it's not going to work, and you don't have enough people to do that.
2: Let's get to the championship. No DQ, no countout, or the women's title, obviously. Hika do we see her taking that title away from Nyla Rose? I hope so. I'll predict it. I say some way or another by hook or crook she gets it done. She's someone that could be better in the ring. She's one of their better in ring talents. Um, so hopefully, maybe they capitalize on that and get her to get some confidence and get some of these ladies into some better matches.
0: Yeah, I see Nyla Rose hanging on to this thing. I, I just, at this point, I don't have any confidence in any of the other ones that take it. Like, you know, yeah, she does really good, you know, looks really good, but then. You know, she can help some of those other people. Like you said, you can have other matches with her where it's not title-related, where you got Nyla Rose, who's supposed to be this dominant uh, force here, basically. And I just... Until they really come up with somebody popular enough to take it from her, I think she's just going to hang on to it for a while. I
3: I feel like they're going to... Drop it to Shida. I mean, the whole hey, look, hey, here, I got my kendo stick back. That, that'll that probably play into the DQ match, but we haven't seen Nyla in, what, two weeks prior to the. Like, the last two weeks was the first that we've seen Nyla in God knows how long. So it, it's kind of eh when the champion's not there majority of the time. She just showed up, and it's like Hikaru has an undefeated streak, which idiotically got broken on wednesday which just looked like a botch and a half but that's not discrediting anyone but it's you know they have they're building people up but it's like Tony said it's just it's not good wrestling really it's oh and did brit actually get hurt she's holding her leg a lot Oh and they missed like this wheel kick and it looks bad and it, it's just sloppy and it's hard to watch but maybe Sheeta can bring them up a little bit like everyone said she's a she's a good in ring talent she can go it's just the rest of the divisions kind of lackluster
2: Well that's enough of that lackluster conversation let's do a 180 and talk about something <laughs> that could provide us. That is my dark horse to have a really good match on the card. Uh, and it's one of the late late announced matches. it enough time, I, I I could see this not coming off well in addition to what I just said. But Dustin Rhodes taking on Sean Spears. I don't like what Sean Spears has done since he's been there. But hopefully they got some plans for him down the road. The guy can work. The guy can talk. I mean, it's too bad he couldn't keep his old gimmick and do that because that was working with a lot of the fans that – really like AEW, but what are your thoughts, AJ? Dustin Rhodes, Sean Spears. I mean, it has the makings. You put all the mixins in the bowl and stir it up. It should be a good B-plus, A-minus match if given time to cook.
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, Sean Spears is a great person to have in there. And Dustin, he's 50, and he can still go. Like, there's no drop from him at all. So that's definitely going to be one of the better, if not the best match on the card. I don't like the whole Sean Spears is trying to look for a tag team partner thing because it's heavily hinted to MJF, but we'll we'll see. Especially with Tully in his corner, we'll we'll see how everything plays out.
0: What did we say a couple weeks ago? That Dustin Rhodes was going to make Lance Archer look like a million bucks? I mean, and that delivered like crazy, and that's what Dustin Rhodes does. Like you said, he's 50 years old and still is, looks like he's one of the best workers in the business right now. It's crazy and I I see nothing but that happening again. Sean Spears is great in the ring as well. So I love that they added this because it's just going to be an extra awesome wrestling match that, yeah, could definitely steal the pay-per-view.
2: You speak of MJF, he's taken on Jungle Boy. They had a run-in this week. Wardlow was out there. Marco Stunt was taken on MJF. Marco Stunt gets taken out by MJF, and afterwards uh, some more punishment was inflicted. Yeah, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy down to the ring. Wardlow and uh, Luchasaurus got in their, each other's face a couple times, and Wardlow's dumbass tripped over the fucking step before he went up the ramp. That was great. Uh, your thoughts on the rivalry here between MJF, Wardlow against you know you got uh, what do we got? Uh, Jurassic Express, right? There right, we yeah, go. circus for the. There we go. Luchasaurus, uh, Jungle Boy, and Marco Stunt.
0: I'm excited for this one. I, I think it's going to lead to just more matches from all of these guys. Because, like you said, there's there's the, everything with Wardlow and and uh, Luchasaurus too. So I could see some tag matches coming up and everything like that. I I, I love the feud. I, I think it it works perfectly. I think these the the whole Jurassic Express are actually some really good workers, and I think it's going to benefit a guy like MJF who's a really good heel, plays a good character, and can definitely get some, you know, exposure with this and, and get over more as a heel by taking, you know, that team down here eventually. I I like Jungle Boy coming out with kind of like an upset win here. Um, to set up some more matches going into the future with these guys with tag matches and stuff. So I kinda see him getting some kind of uh you know roll up loop, you know one two three kid kind of victory. I'll throw it out there. There you go. You're like the one two three kid. One two three kid kind of victory um, and surprise them and then they get you know he gets beat down and out comes you know Luchasaurus and the rest of them and they have a nice feud for for a while here I, I kind
3: of like kind of like that path. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you, DP. I mean, having MJF the cocky, arrogant heel that he is, and Jungle Boy and Marco Stone the lovable, plucky underdogs that you know. They look like they don't belong, but they're here and they're making an impact and all that. So I would love to see Jungle Boy actually get the win here. Just as long as if there's an aftermath beatdown, MJF can actually hit the punch with the ring and not just punch hair like he did on Wednesday. Because that was difficult to watch. I I know we said the Wardlow tripping on the steps, but just completely whiffing on the head and just moving hair, that... Ugh.
2: I got MJF winning here, but I expect a great match. I, I'm really looking forward to this card. You know, I brought that up at the beginning. I mean, there's a lot of cool matches on this card. There's a lot of guys that can go. There's a lot of good pairings. This, this is one of those at the top of the list for me as well. Something that's not at the top of the list for me, though, and if there ever was a championship mid-card match, in my opinion... And I don't. And I'll give you. I'll here. Let's do this. Let's have another edition right now because I want to ask you guys a very important question. Yeah. Well. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Will John Moxley defending the AEW Championship versus Brody Lee be the main event, the last match of this pay-per-view? AJ Blaze, yes or no?
3: <sighs> I'm very old school in thinking that. AJ Blaze, yes or no? No, no, he,
2: no. He, yes or no? Yeah, brother. And that's really? another addition. Yeah. Well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. That was that was PC Tony of the <laughs> segment yelling at you, not me. That's a different PC Tony. Oh, that's a
3: completely different man. Yeah, no.
2: Yeah, that's that's the Tony the dude. I'm the dude. Used There's rules. There's rules. rules. AJ, there's rules. This is what's your opinion, man? Not Nam, okay? There's rules here, Mm -mm -mm. much like bowling. There's rules here. All right. (laughs) I I don't think it's going to be the main event. Uh, Let's actually talk about it, though. I feel like Brody Lee doesn't stand a chance in hell in keeping that belt that he stole from John Moxley already. AJ, what do you think?
3: Hell no. There's no way they just got him in. There's no way that they should. (laughs) <laughs> there, there's no way that they're gonna just randomly go, "Hey, you you got you, you guys fought for the Intercontinental title before? Yeah, oh uh, AEW now, but this time Brody's gonna get no, no Moxley's gonna mop the floor with him. One, two, three. I don't care how many dark number, the dark order numbers you get in one, one through fucking a bazillion, doesn't matter. Moxley wins. Moxley wins. Just no.
2: Do you think, how many whistles and bells and sirens and confetti and all this other shit went off when they actually made the one, the, the bazillionth uh, Dark Order member? Like, oh, hey, you're a bazillion, you're the number, you're number bazillion! Dark Order, no. <laughs> confetti <laughs> cannons and t-shirt cannons <laughs> and, <laughs> and yellow,
3: yellow <laughs> and
2: staplers and them.
3: You're number ten, you're the hand-picked one. Why isn't he number one then if he's the hand-picked, what did- do numbers not make sense?
0: Yeah, I, I'm very disappointed, actually, that, that they're having this match so early on in the whole thing, just because Brody Lee just came in, and I think they could do a lot more building up with him. The same. This as... pay-per-view doesn't
2: even need this match, right? They could have had the contract signing for this match on the pay-per-view and then had the match on TV to boost mm-hmm. uh, TV numbers. I mean, the, what is the, this, the pay-per-view <laughs> We're, this, we're not talking about Hogan and Goldberg <laughs> at the fucking midst of his streak in the height of the NWO. Give me a goddamn break. <laughs> this no, is not no. sponsored by KitKat. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. S- since we're talking, since we already talked about the Last Dance, no, it's going to be Rodman and Hogan versus Diamond Dallas Page and Malone. Malone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. It's tough because <clears throat> I Moxley just got the title. I love actually him keeping it. I'm I'm on I'm on board with him winning this thing because they just can't take it off Moxley that quickly, and just the fact that they could build up Brody Lee to be such a bigger contender for this thing with leading the Dark Order, they could have built this up a lot bigger and waited down the line because Brody Lee winning the title at some point I think is going to happen, and I think in his first match probably should happen, but this is almost like you know what they did with the Fiend. You're you're backed into a corner and you you can only do one of one thing basically and you're kind of hurting Brody Lee by doing this by having him in this match more than you're going to help him I, th- I think
2: I mean could we see a DQ here and Moxley wins but Brody Lee walks away and keeps the title cuz the whole fucking dark orders out there I mean this story could get continued on like that I hope that's what happened I think to me that's what do the most justice, but then you can't put that at the end of the card, I don't think, unless that's how you end it with, like, a cliffhanger. Somebody shows up Wednesday and watches. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I hope they do it justice. Do you guys have any last thoughts here on the AEW title match?
3: Not really. (laughs) Negative. If if they put it – if it's the main event, that's just old-school thinking.
2: All right. All right. Well – Let's get to something that I think is even more interesting, and that's who is going to earn a future title shot at the AEW Championship, the Casino Ladder Match. We got Darby Allin. We got Cole Cabana. We got Orange Cassidy. Freshly squeezed, hopefully. Ray Phoenix. Scorpio Sky. Kip Sabian. Frank. Frankie Kazarian. I always, like, look at Kazarian's name, and I want to say <laughs> Kazarian. All right. Luchasaurus and
3: Drew Gulak. No way. I, I don't think that's confirmed. I think that's just a placeholder. It's on Wikipedia. You can't believe everything that's on Wikipedia. I'm looking at the same thing, and I don't believe it.
2: When I had the same Wikipedia listings of matches when I did Podest War on Wednesday, there was a mystery person there. Somebody spilled something. I'll bet dollars to donuts it's Drew Gulak. I'm hoping it's Drew Gulak. This gets us into the conversation. Am I right? Along with Wikipedia. If we're not, this is not confirmed. Who do you guys want to see as the mystery entrant?
0: Oh, boy. I don't, I don't know the roster well
2: enough. <laughs> How about somebody that's not in? Somebody, I mean, there's plenty of people that are free agents right now.
0: Yeah. The problem is, I don't think their uh, no compete clauses are expired or anything that's the problem because i would love to see a rusev come in here but i just
2: i thought a large majority of the people that got cut on that black wednesday and everything else were that was it you're you gone you can go compete whenever you want Mm.
0: oh i just assumed that they usually have a you know 90 days or whatever where you can't do anything but you might be right i i hope you're i hope you're right because i would like to see them you know start coming in a little bit at least a few guys or something
3: Uh, As nice as Rusev wants to be, me being the NWA guy, I know that Tasha Steeles went to Impact literally the same day that they decided to show the the, uh, go-home show that they were supposed to have for the Crockett Cup. I wouldn't mind seeing Ricky Starks actually be the uh, mystery person if it's not Gulak, good old NWA television champion, the inaugural one in this new regime that they had, so... Eh, who knows? I mean, if you my hat. If it's not like like I said, it, maybe it's not
0: Drew Gulak, you know. But if whoever it may be, I mean, being that it's a mystery partner, do you kind of put them as the front runners to win this thing, AJ? I don't. I
3: don't know. It's it's possible because I mean, so many names like Drew Gulak might be a thing, or someone from a different company, or even from Black Wednesday that we had prior. I know one thing that I constantly keep seeing is Sting possibly because he's not under contract, but I highly, highly doubt that, unless he really wants to make his return to TNT. I'm leaning towards like
0: I'm leaning towards Darby Allen winning this thing. I think they've been doing a lot with more with him than anybody else as far as this kind of group of people that are in here goes. Um so I I have him as kind of my my pick to win this thing. Because he could definitely put on a good match, whoever the champion may be at the time. I, I'm, I'm assuming if it's going to be somebody like him, it's probably going to be after John Moxley finally drops the title.
2: Right, but who are the only two heels in this match? Kip Sabian and Ray Phoenix. It could have been Ray Phoenix. I know he got a he he had a pretty bad bump on Wednesday. Um, looks like he's still okay to go. I wouldn't be surprised to see Ray Phoenix do it uh, here. I my pick is Drew Gulak though. I think he's gonna be in the match. I think he can be a good heel. I think he can incorporate that by losing by DQ to Moxley. Moxley keeps his title running and Gulak's another guy that can work work really well with who Lord knows who. I mean, maybe Drew Gulak and Sean Spears end up being tank team partners, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna buy in on the Drew Gulak thing. I, I really think that would be pretty cool, especially since he got a lot of Uncle Mo coming with him where he was at towards the end of his WWE run. I'm so surprised they let him go, to be honest with you. I thought that there's other people that were less useful there that they could have let go. So, yeah, I, I'm just looking forward to a really good match there. That, to me, could be a main event, but I don't think it will be. Uh, let's talk about the stadium tam- stamp, stadium stampede match. When will Roman Reigns return? Say that. When will Roman Reigns return? Try and say that
3: five times fast. <sighs> no, I'm good. I heard this on Wednesday. I'm good.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, since I fucked up <laughs> on the stadium stampede match, when will Roman Reigns return? Yeah. All right. We got Adam Page, Kenny Omega, Matt Hardy, Matt Jackson, and Nick Jackson, the elite, taking on the inner circle, Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, Santana, and Ortiz. Do you guys feel like I do in that watching Wednesday they gave a little bit too much away?
0: By having them do some stuff in the out in the
2: stadium there? Yeah. That that's that's my first part to the question, and the second part of the question is do you think this will be more of a cinematic match that it was taped already and they're just gonna kinda play it in spots throughout the card? Or do you think they're actually gonna film them live fighting through the entire stadium?
0: I feel like they're they probably are going to record this thing ahead of time. I don't know if it's going to be the whole thing or whatever because the, I, I don't know where this is going to end. Right? I you have no idea how this is going to play out completely. So, uh, I don't. And I don't. I guess I don't think that maybe they didn't really give a lot away because they do that same thing with the Money in the Bank ladder matches and things like that, where they have those big brawls or they bring out ladders and show someone climb up the ladder and all that stuff too. So you know, that's just kind of the thing that wrestling seems to do always is give you this goofy preview of, you know, here's what we're going to do. This is exactly what we're going to do two days from now or whatever. So, um, I don't know. I'm guessing they probably taped a lot of this, if not the whole thing. And again, we don't know where this is going to end. Is it actually going to come up and end in the ring or not? And if there's, you know, if there's no crowd around or anything, they could totally tape it at any point. So, I really, honestly, don't know.
3: <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's going to be completely taped cinematic. Because. I, I feel like. I feel like the Inner Circle's still going to win, no matter what. But I, I feel like it's going to be cinematic. It's already taped. You know, you're going to have the giant spot that you said, DP, where it's. You know, someone's going to bring a ladder or a table. Or hell, they might go crazy and have the. Barbed wire trampoline from the last time that we had an empty match and whatnot, but it it, it should be a good match. The end may be near, maybe far away for this storyline, but it should be really good. Seeing the gonna, people that are in this match,
2: I'm going to predict the ending of this match, and I have the elite going over, thanks to Vanguard, whatever three, four, seven, whatever version of Vanguard it is. Vanguard almost gets the pin, but it, or either Vanguard gets the pin or leads directly to Matt Hardy getting the pin on Chris Jericho and some justice and some up-and-comings for the actions of the Inner Circle.
3: Justice? Vanguard didn't return the shirt to Jericho. Him hitting him is the is the justice. The shirt was returned.
2: They had the shirt. They laid the shirt over Vanguard. After
3: he destroyed it?
0: Did someone leave it in the dryer too long? Is that what happened? It got really
2: tiny. No, it was supposed to be small for
3: Vanguard. Ah, yeah. uh,
0: okay. I must I must have missed that one.
3: Vanguard was supposed to be... was introduced to joining the Inner Circle, and then Vanguard just flew away with the shirt like an ungrateful person. Do
0: you think the Inner Circle are going to have their own drone to attack Vanguard Dose? Don't make me dream. Oh. oh! I like Vanguard. it. I think that's coming. I think it's coming.
2: There you go, folks. Vanguard to be heavily involved in the finish of this match. <laughs> We're hoping that's taped. What if it's? What if it, the majority of the stadium part is taped, and then like they play parts of it between matches that it's still going on out there, and then they cut to it like that, and then the ending is like in live in the ring where they come through. They, I would like to not see this be all together at once. I'd like to see it be split into segments throughout the paper. Are you
0: saying it's going to be like WrestleMania 8 with Roddy Piper and Goldust? There we go. Yeah. That's what I want to see.
3: Just when they think they got the answers, I change the questions.
2: This is the match that I think will end the night. And not only to get over your secondary title, which is named after the network you're on, TNT. You also have none other than Mike Tyson coming back to present this and to be ringside, along with Arn Anderson and Jake Roberts. You talk about the amount of firepower that's out there. Lance Archer is the biggest, most intimidating, cool-looking guy that's going to be out there, and he is going to be the low man on the totem pole. I can totally see this title going both ways. I can totally see Cody not getting a title. But I can totally see Cody being Mr. TNT Championship, right? He holds it like that's the only belt he ever holds until like his last match, he finally wins the AEW Championship and retires. Considering what, you know, stipulation he put on that match that he had, right? So, if I had to pick, I'm taking Cody, and I'm looking for this if done right to be AEW's best match so far and the one they look to top moving forward
0: it definitely depends on what they do with mike tyson i think right i I, you gotta imagine tyson's gonna get involved somehow right he's gonna take a swing at somebody knock somebody out if that's the
2: case usually he's gonna go after the heel right do we see mike tyson get his one AEW match because he helps cody win here and he ends up having a match with lance archer Think about getting Archer over, beating Mike Tyson in some way because Jake Roberts tripped him, and then Tyson knocks him out afterwards and looks cool, and he has the AEW match, and that's why he's been training. No kangaroos, maybe some Doritos. I don't know.
0: Doritos out of pole match. We'll see.
2: I can tell you this show hasn't Snacks been trending on the website. This show hasn't been trending on the website, the actual DWI podcast, although we get a lot of people that listen to it. But if you look at the trending uh, articles and shows on the website, it's just the top five. When we send Mike Tyson Fights a Kangaroo, well done by DP. We were in a number two trending uh, link on the website for a while. So, uh, nice. no Frankie DeFalco show this week, real quick, while I'm thinking of it. We're going to get back to that next week. We'll have a lot more to talk with uh, the godfather of Bruce City Wrestling, Frankie the Thumper DeFalco. Until then, go to Bruce onecom That's Bruce Wrestling, the number one.com for tickets on sale now, June 20th, Elks Lodge. Go there. Only so many seats available. DP?
0: Yeah, get them now. Everybody's going to be six feet apart. Get your tickets now. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'm I really, I'm really, kind of 50-50 on this one, too. I'm I really leaning towards Lance Archer winning this thing because that's just you know, he's just on a roll right now. I love what they're doing with him and Jake Roberts. I think they're doing some awesome stuff, but I could also see Cody winning this thing because yeah, being, Cody being the face of TNT, of the TNT championship on TNT is is perfect, and it would set up, you know, if, if Mike Tyson does get involved in the match somehow, that he would help, in a way, help Cody win and could set up something if they wanted to do Archer and Tyson in a match. But I could also see Mike Tyson pulling a heel move and knocking Cody the F out, you know, and, and him and Arn Anderson against Tyson there it could be a, a fun little feud to watch if they want to do it. Um, so... I'm I'm kinda leaning towards Lance Archer. I, I think he's gonna win this thing. I think he right now is just one of the best characters they got going. I think that's something that Cody does best is make it like the same thing as his brother. He makes he makes people look amazing. And with Jake Roberts on Archer's side is just a fun duo that they have going. I, I really would hope they keep that train pushing forward and he holds us on to this TNT title for a little while, so I got Archer taking this thing
3: yeah i'm in the same boat archer winning this i mean what what bigger way since you have mike tyson he's training and everything punishing the executive of aew and he gets his name in more main story medium trending on twitter etc etc than him actually being the heel and knocking cody the f out so, I, I see Archer winning this, I see shenanigans afoot, because, you know, Jake, the snake in the grass, is always around, and they kind of teased Arn and Jake might have a match later in the future, so, who knows? Maybe. I see Archer winning this, I see Jake getting a hand in this, and I see Tyson definitely getting a good hand in all of this. Curled up in a ball and just, wing.
2: Final, final thoughts on the Doubler and author pay-per-view tonight as you listen uh, tomorrow as we record, gentlemen?
3: I mean, I- I- expect a lot of good matches, expect a lot of things that you might not see, and maybe some fun surprises, especially with that ladder match. We don't even know who it is. Might be Gulak, might be Legend, might be even Rusev. Who knows?
1: Yeah,
0: I think, PC, you mentioned it earlier, it's a lot. a lot of It's a really good-looking card, a lot of good potential show-stealers, a lot of good matches on the card. I expect some really good wrestling from a lot of these matches, maybe hopefully some longer matches, but really, really good wrestling, I think.
2: All right, before we move on to a little bit of the trivia, let's hit two notes real quick. One, Fort Bauer tweeted out that, He has finally come to a deal on MLW's future as far as streaming service goes. Now, I texted with one of uh, the upper, upper management of the chair shot, and that person's response was possibly Netflix. So wouldn't that be cool? Since Netflix is looking to pick up some wrestling content, I do believe. If you could just go and stream MLW over on Netflix... If not Netflix, where do you guys think? I don't know. I thought Amazon Prime was trying to acquire some stuff like that or already had. I know Hulu already shows the rebroadcast of Raw and SmackDown, so I doubt that they would be looking to get more wrestling unless that's doing really well for them. But there's plenty of things out there. Do you think maybe HBO Now wanted it? That could be something that's May 27th. I mean, that's five days from now. That could be really cool. I mean, that, that to me, thinking about that right now, that could be a very good possibility.
0: I could see. What about ESPN Plus? Adding that to some content. I
2: got shit. I got. Listen, I got them all. I got Prime. I got Hulu. I got ESPN Plus. I got Disney Plus. I got Netflix. I got. What did I not mention yet? I got them
3: all. <laughs> if you wanted to chill, I got H-
2: H- I'll have HBO now when it comes out. Because if you have Direct TV uh, or satellite service and a subscription to HBO, you get HBO now streaming for free. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah I don't. I the only thing I don't have is the Apple the Apple one. Sorry. Apple TV.
0: Oh, and that's funny because I just got a uh, uh, an Apple TV box and it came with one year free of Apple TV Plus. So look okay, at that. Nice. I got Apple.
2: So I have Apple TV.
3: <laughs>
0: oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't know where else it could go. I you know I, there you know Vice. I know Vice TV was doing the dark side of the ring stuff. I don't know if they're trying to get into any more streaming stuff at all. I don't know if they do that. Uh, I don't know if that the zone is still around. I, I don't. Well, honestly, Vice has done
2: a lot of stuff with Fight TV. Lot, Vice has done a lot of Vice has done a lot of stuff outside of the wrestling with HBO on some specials, right? So you could see Vice being a part yeah. of HBO now as well. Could be too. You throw yes. the dark side of the ring in with MLW, you have kind of a really nice cornerstone of uh, wrestling content
3: yeah i i definitely see it going on any streaming service really i mean netflix would be nice because i mean who doesn't have netflix and they did have lucha underground when it was still going popular and all that they were going a season prior to what they had but uh netflix would be nice amazon prime i mean
0: netflix also had glow they did that glow it thing did, too, it so. doesn't
2: doesn't CBS have an all-access streaming now, too? I mean, I feel like NBC's NBC is going to have has one. one you know. NBC is starting one now, so. I-, I think
3: the better question is, what doesn't have streaming? Like, the fuck?
2: <laughs> well, that's going to be the whole thing now. I mean, you're eventually not going to have satellite or anything else. You're just going to have this giant broadband that everybody's going to be on, and it's going to be probably a thousand times bigger than what it is now and they're gonna have to come up with new ways of security but you're just basically gonna have wi-fi and you're gonna pick what you're gonna to want to watch and your tv much like now you just you download apps into your tv and that's it you know i mean shit i can see this your computer is gonna be bluetooth with the screen that's it you're gonna have a keyboard and the screen's gonna bluetooth to it and you're gonna have a little box for your computer and whatever screen dp's got his 110-inch projection. Everything's on there. He just lights up the keyboard, and if he wants to be on the computer, there it is. If he wants a TV, there it is. If he wants a video game, there it is. I mean, that's what we're looking at.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I mean, we're already there, (laughs) really, for the most part. Yeah,
2: we are. We are.
0: Exactly. Yeah, just only getting worse.
2: (laughs) My hat's off to MLW. They have a great crew over there. I mean, I really enjoy what they do. Shout out to a great, great friend of the show. Uh, very good acquaintance of mine, A.J. Kirsch, doing a phenomenal job on commentary. Make sure you follow him on the Twitter. It's everything's A.J. Kirsch. He's been doing some really cool stuff during the quarantine. He's been selling off some cool memorabilia at a decent price. He's been doing uh, online workouts. He's been doing some Zoom classes on interviews. They've all been excellent. The guy has a lot of wealth of knowledge to expand to you. I mean, he won the fucking rock promo of the year for fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, you know, so make sure you go over there. Shout out to uh, the Brosif uh, over there, and and you know, check out AJ Kirsch. So
1: mm. before
2: we move on, let's stick with a little bit of the uh, uh, of the of the more higher up companies other than WWE. And I know AJ is our NWA man for the Chairshot.com. He does some great stuff over there. Covers everything that's going on. And we'll have to get we'll have to get Thunder Rosa back to actually talk to our NWA guy. <laughs> and I want you to—I want you to tell us all about Carnyland, though, because it's something different from NWA.
3: So, with all of the stuff going on, and I mean, I'm pretty sure we're all stuck in the house and whatnot. NWA decided, hey, we're gonna—we're gonna do a cute little thing called Carnyland, where all of the—not all of the wrestlers, but some of the wrestlers—are citizens of Carnyland, and they'll have their own segments, and they actually have something for each day. Granted, I think the times vary, but it's Tuesday is your usual day with Carnyland at 6.05, just like normal NWA power. I believe I actually have a picture of the schedule. Yes. So, Tuesdays is Carnyland. Uh, Wednesdays is Inside the NWA, where uh, Billy Corrigan and the other executive producer, uh, Lagana, goes over everything NWA. Thursdays is one of my personal favorite wrestlers having his own talk show, Eli Drake, yeah, having his own show on Thursdays, Fridays you'll have uh, the women of NWA doing girl power, and on Mondays you will have the world's champion, the national treasure, Nick Aldis, doing his little podcast, uh, What's Caught in All this, on Mondays, so... They're definitely definitely making sure NWA is on the on the map in the social medias and everything.
0: So is it gonna be? So what does it look like? Is it like wrestlers at home doing something, or how do they how are they kind of showing this? I guess.
3: So they're doing it on YouTube on the NWA Power or just the NWA channel, I guess, and so the wrestlers that have their own individual shows. So. Eli Drake and Nick Aldis, they're gonna have inside their own house. uh, I know Nick Aldis for episode one's gonna have uh, one of TNA's, uh, one of Tunny's favorite discussions, TNA, talking to Crimson, and I forget who else off the top of my head. (laughs) Uh, Talking about uh, their old gimmicks over there. Good old Brutus Magnus and Amazing Red's little brother, Crimson. So uh, I know they're doing that for what's causing all this. Eli Drake is basically spouting what's going on in his head on Thursdays. I caught a little bit of it yesterday where he gives a little touching tribute to his experience with Chad. Uh, rest in peace. And in his nice little way of like... All of his experiences and things that are going on that happened to him in his career. I know they talked about NXT. I know he talked about a couple of other things and other promotions that he was in. Uh, And he actually put a little thing. uh, I know on Facebook, I don't know if anywhere else, where he was asking the fans who actually like the Eli Drake, the Sean Ricker page, if you want to do questions. So you might actually see my question on next week's episode. I'm not going right. to disclose what, but. Oh, Look forward to it. Yeah. So, Fine, oh. I'll disclose it. I, I asked him. Oh, just if wait, wait head till head. next week. Wait till next week. I'll ride, I'll ride.
2: That's perfect. You stopped it. I asked him if he had. That's excellent. That's great radio. That's a good tease if yeah. they will. All right. Well, hey, I just want to shout out to Thunder Levin, the writer director of Sharknado. Speaking of Sharknado, I think that's what Bandwagon Nerds is going to end up being. Uh, reviewing for a B-movie coming up here. I've seen them all. I don't know if any of those guys have, so make sure you go over to TheChairShot.com. Yeah, the guy liked my tweet. I said, I've seen all the Sharknados, so you guys have fun with that. That should be a great show. Uh, Check that out right there on TheChairShot.com. All right, folks, you've been waiting all week for it. You've been waiting all week to get your brain teased. It's time.
3: Alrighty, again for the third week in a row. It's the phenomenal Funky Facts. And DP's looking to solidify 3 and 0, it looks like, maybe. Three,
2: three, three, I feel three, like three, I three, have three. a peel in for both of the last two contests that haven't been heard yet. I feel like I should have won both of them. Total yes! Total well, I like total yes! I feel like you should the words shut up. Of bulldog from Frazier. I. <laughs> uh, uh, I already got the big short sheet flipped. I'm ready to fucking win this <laughs> one. It's a goddamn clean sweep. PP don't know shit today. <laughs>
3: yeah, who knows? Who knows? Especially with that third little mystery door. Could be wrestling. Could be sports. Video games. Who knows? Who? It's whatever I see fit. So, Le Commissioner, you, uh, you have been on the losing end of the last two weeks. So, I'll let you... Have first pick. Door number one, door number two, or door number three?
2: I want to start with door number three, Bob. Sorry. All right. AJ. Ken, I was about to Adam, say,
3: this, this isn't Parker. not war. Bob Eubanks. <sighs> Alright. So, it Ray is Holmes. going to be a... <laughs> Ray, Ray Holmes Holmes
2: is, is a, a dumbass. dumbass. One time, DB
3: and I... <laughs> and I were...
2: Like, I don't know. It was like a freshman year of high school, and he was over by me, and I had rented Family Feud. You know, big trivia guy. Love the game shows. He's like, Yeah, pop it in there. Let's play it. Let's see what's going on. <laughs> and it was items in your bathroom, and we couldn't, we were just, I don't know, we kept naming them, and we got pissed off at the game. And so I typed in Ray Comb is a dumbass, and it went ding
3: comb. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, oh, uh, I mean, it works. Still remember it 25 years later. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. All right. So this is a wrestling question. Ah, It's all right. It's all right. It's a nice little cute little trivia in the past. All right. We're we're ready. Past trivia, it is a wrestling question. So, under the WCW banner, Uh, who was the last United States champion under the WCW banner? Oh, Jesus.
2: Can I answer with a theme song? Oh, you know it? If you know, I know it. it. Uh, go ahead, DP, you can guess. I have it written down too. Uh, okay. I
0: have down no down. clue. I'm gonna go I'll go with Mark Gindrak.
3: <sighs> Tony? <laughs> You seemed so confident. And I'm wrong? And you're wrong. wrong. Tell me. I thought he held
2: both of them. You did not
3: just he of them. They got rid of them. It was Hexal Jim Duggan who found what? it in the trash can.
2: No! <laughs>
3: the last holder of the belt, he was the last show. It was him. And it was thrown away and he found it in the trash can. No. Where by the end of the WCW show? Yeah, at the end of the WCW show. God. But
2: he was officially the champion. It's not in the record books. I'm protesting again this week. This is
3: obvious. <laughs> oh, yes! You were close, Booker T. You were close. Oh not bite me. <laughs> All right. All right. Sorry. This is
2: this is trivia, Tony. This is this is Commissioner Tony. That's trivia, Tony. This is, <laughs> trivia, Tunny. This is gotta
1: Commissioner. Deal with it. This is so,
2: trivia. I'm inter- Commissioner Tani's interjecting. This
3: told me, yes, this is Trivia Tani. (laughs) Trivia Tani with the good old fuck what we're recording on, fuck Cornette, and fuck AJ.
2: (laughs) I am uh, officially protesting this.
0: I have absolutely no idea what's going
3: on. (laughs) All right, DP, door number one or door number two? Numero dos, por favor, Kent. Numero dos. Was, All right. right, it's the other wrestling question.
2: Oh, surprise, surprise! Look at that.
3: <laughs> I actually have these written down over here. Oh wow, we
2: keep getting them. Oh, I do have a good job of saving the right. save the miscellaneous I'm... for last every time. Yeah, uh, yeah. You'd be horrible against us in rock
3: paper scissors.
1: <laughs> so,
3: <laughs> we're gonna go with it. WWE trivia. So Uh-oh. don't worry. You guys might know it. You might not.
2: Could be Booker T again.
3: It might be. <laughs>
0: yes. I just answer Booker T for every <laughs> one of my answers. Well, eventually, I'm going to get it right. <laughs> so if it's who the first United States champion was.
3: <laughs> fuck no! I'm not doing that. That's no. It's. I said it was WWE. Come on.
0: No, for WWE when under the WWE banner.
3: I, I it, it sounds like something I do. but Save no.
0: that for a later one.
3: It's actually trivia. There is one man who has the most runner-ups. We all know that everyone remembers the guy who wins, but who has the most runner-ups?
2: Royal Rumble most runner-ups. Royal Rumble,
3: Rumble,
0: Rumble runner-ups. runner-ups.
3: Now say that. i so Royal fast. Rumble God. runner-ups. Yeah, okay.
2: Oh, brother. Yeah, I don't know about that, dude. Oh. This that's question fucking blows. Oh Mainly shit! Mainly because
3: I don't know the answer. Hey, uh, I
0: got one of two.
2: Shit! Ah, uh, damn it! All
3: right. If you wanted to put two, Tony, if you go.
2: Here. I'll go here. I think I don't know. If this is probably wrong. I'm wrong.
0: I'm wrong. It's I know it's, it's the other one. It's the other one. Seems logical.
3: All right, nice. let's see them answers. Two, <laughs> of course, Tony puts down fucking Booker T. No, he put the Randy underneath it. He seems scratched and under, and it says Randy Orton. Yeah, Booker but T was exactly actually answer. another of them.
0: Yeah, it's Triple H, isn't it?
3: No. Oh,
0: okay, good. That was my other guess.
2: Rey Mysterio, Rey Mysterio, John Michaels. See the, the cute little
3: hint, especially with the Royal Rumble runner-ups. Roman Reigns has the Royal Rumble runner up record oh. of four. Oh,
2: wow. That's beautiful alliteration. This is wow. coming from an advocate <sighs> for the administration that you know allocates alliteration all across America. Oh.
3: But yes, Roman Reigns has four runner ups in the Royal Rumble wow. when he faced when Say-
2: when will Roman Reigns return winner, uh, four times <laughs> Royal Rumble runner-up? We're, we're Royal Rumble runner-up, Roman Reigns return in the Royal Rumble. Well done. <laughs> Royal Rumble, there you go. We, we, there's your answer. Wow, Perfect. that's the only thing we've gotten right so far. DPP, we are fucking horrible today. Yeah. Screw you, by the way, AJ. This is Trivia yeah. Tony. Screw you! This is Tobias. Ah uh, you, know, you know DP's gonna get this last I'm question always, right magically yeah. somehow and I'm gonna fucking lose again in some bullshit.
0: Doesn't matter <laughs> if it's the doesn't matter if it's trivia DP or if it's regular DP, I'm always angry, so just like the Hulk.
2: That's fair. Oh, yeah. your... Tolbias totally yes.
3: <laughs> DP Fuck you and fuck your okay. number one. <laughs> number one Football and video game trivia technically. They meld into one. Oh, because we're talking about Madden. And it oh, never's the hint, Madden. So we'll help you on that one.
0: John. <laughs> no. Fuck!
3: Yeah. Oh, damn
0: it! 3 times
3: <laughs> So, everyone knows how helpful the hit stick is in the Madden games. When was it introduced, though? What Madden game was it introduced in? Oop,
0: Oh. What the fuck? Where's he going? He can't cheat. He's probably got the actual game that it, that it actually came from. He's <laughs> still got it.
3: <laughs> uh, I don't know if people heard that, but it was Tony just dropping his headphones and he's going, Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna make a run for it.
2: <laughs> I don't so, got this right so I don't which
0: know Madden I just had to had check Add the hit stick Oh boy Alright
3: Madden 14 That New Way earlier? It, it was, was way, way earlier. earlier
2: I it don't was... know 04 I meant 04 <laughs> <laughs> There Four? you go I'm right now aren't I Now uh, I'm right Now, huh. you're, now you are have, have Dilemma
3: It was Madden 05 With Ray Lewis oh. As the cover boy oh. Oh, so
2: close. Look at, wait, look at my answer again. It says that even on there. Did <laughs> you miss that? Look
3: Lewis. at him. Oh, it. Oh, Ray Lewis. And uh. he spells Rave wrong like Rave Mysterio. <laughs>
2: well, he should, that's how you should spell it. Yeah. Oh, that's wrong. You erased that and went back. Mine still has yeah, the original took, stuff on it. Didn't, I didn't erase
0: anything. Look, it's that it was a five. A you thought it's it was a one, like like but it's just, you couldn't like see movies, the rest five. of it.
2: Give them boobies nipples two and then put it back up there. Two That's boobies. two boobies five. Shout out to Satchel McFlippins.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Do we have to have a tiebreaker question? Boobies. Yeah. You'll, you'll I don't have know, I'm just
0: going to say 2001 was closer than 2014. It's got to
2: be a closest two. got to make a closest two. got to pick like a number we're shooting for, and the closest two it wins. That way there's no tie on the tiebreaker. All,
3: right, all right, all right, all right. Let me
2: play you some music while you're uh, thinking about it. I don't know. What is my question? What is my question? Searching for a question, it's a tiebreaker This is the theme song for the tiebreaker now and now it's over.
3: I mean that's fair. Oof. I like that actually, as the as the tiebreaker. Nice flight of the Valkyries. Seventeen. Thirty four. 89. Oh, 05. It'll be a wrestling question. Relax, you. Right.
2: 864 days. God damn it. No. That's too many days in a year. I don't think it... It doesn't right. really work when we give the All answers right. before the questions ever. E-
3: exactly, because might, you might have gotten it right and you might second-guess yourself. No, it's going to be a wrestling question. I'll be nice. It'll be WWF.
2: The Ray Lewis? 2005 it, Ray Lewis. Spelled right.
3: God damn no. it now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Everyone knows the good old Corporate Ministry. Ugh. The 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 combination of the corporation and the ministry of darkness. Who was the only female member in the Corporate Ministry? And and we're not going to do, nope. right. no, do Jeopardy. No. Nope. Not going to do Jeopardy. No. Whoever okay. goes first, whoever thinks of it first, whoever says it first. Oh, there you go. It's a tiebreaker. Oh. Come on. Tori? Thi- TP?
2: What? Well, if I'm right, I win. I said yeah, it first. You said it first. If you're, if you're right,
3: and you're not, so. Oh.
2: Going
3: well, then, A- then you get done. if I get it, I can say something
2: else before him, i think
3: like. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Sh- Come on, 90s. Late 90s. Stephanie McMahon.
2: Oh. No, no, she, she didn't
3: count. Yeah, she was. She was abducted She's in the, the corporate
2: ministry. <laughs> I can't remember her name. Damn it. Linda? Don't... Linda? Was it Linda? Uh, it's not Linda. No. I thought it was Linda. Was it, uh. uh
0: You can't remember her name. I can't remember her name. There's no way I'm going to get it.
2: Uh... Describe her to me and maybe I'll get it.
0: (laughs) I'm not helping you.
3: Nicole Bass? Was it Nicole Bass?
0: It was not Nicole Bass.
3: No. Uh... I mean, close. I'll say close if you want to think of Nicole Bass. Yeah. Close. Giving the hint if you look.
2: (laughs) I don't think anybody's
0: going to get it. Beth Phoenix? Jacqueline? It wasn't Jacqueline, was it? Ivory?
2: I, I almost China. wanted to disqualify DP said it! China!
3: Yeah. <laughs> it was China? China was in the China. corporate ministry? She yeah. was paired with triple H the entire time. Up until the... Uh...
2: McMahon... Whatever. I got the first two questions, so though. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fuck yeah. this game! Uh, yeah. Fuck AJ! <laughs> Fuck DP, fuck that soup. This is uh, trivia, Tiny Sands. Totally Yes! Whatever. Stop playing your victory music. I gotta end this segment. <laughs> <laughs> Because of the insane amount of horse shit from that trivia fucking contest that we held every goddamn week, I can't even watch reruns of two time anymore, okay? You get how you've affected my life, so let's just go to a goddamn commercial. Promotional consideration
3: paid for by the following.
2: This is your boy, King Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com. Folks, head on over to Angry Lemonade. Head on over. We're having problems. This is a tongue twister episode. Head on over to AngryLemonade.net. Make sure you use the promo code ChairShot to save. Right over there, AngryLemonade.net. And in addition, go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the shot this weekend. Promo code Memorial to save on some of our best ChairShot t-shirts.
1: TheChairShot.com.
2: Always use your head. DP, four champions, one match. It's time for last call. Last call. Alcohol. What do you mean it's Let's call? Uh, what do you mean? What do I mean? It's the last thing we're going to talk about. And ladies and gentlemen, this Sunday, Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning will be teaming up to take on Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson in a round of golf. If you're a football fan, you're watching. If you're a golf fan, you're watching. If you're a sports fan, you're probably watching. If you know a little bit about pop culture, you're probably watching. There ain't shit on TV, folks. That's why these streaming services are just lapping in the bucks right now. But actually, this Sunday, we're going to have some great live content. That's right, none other than the Tiger Woods will be teaming up with the Peyton Manning to take on the Phil Mickelson. And yes, AJ. Newly acquired Buccaneers QB who won't even go 500 this next season, Tom Brady. All forward, are you guys looking to this event and see some of the action that's going on between these guys, some of the competitiveness? I think this is going to be a real cool event, and it's all to raise a lot of money for for a very good cause. I'm pretty sure it's for COVID relief. AJ, will you be tuning in Sunday?
3: I'll definitely be tuning in Sunday. The nice. Manning Brady rivalry along with Tiger Woods going up against Mickelson. Two golfers that pretty much the world knows, as long as you have a modicum of understanding of golf. So it should be really good, should be really competitive, and come on, it's sports. It's the most sports that we've gotten in a while. Watch it. Well, and you're talking about not just
0: golf, but you're saying, like all of sports. All sports entertainment. Even just you know, the general entertainment world knows these guys and knows who they are and what they do. Peyton Manning, all these guys have been over everything, not just, you know, golf, football, SNL shows, just, you know, all over the place, all over the world of of the media. So it's definitely going to be an awesome event. It's going to be fun. It's going to be really entertaining. You got some really entertaining guys that can... (laughs) make for a fun sunday afternoon it's going to be a perfect day to sit at home because especially in the midwest here it's probably going to be raining memorial day you know and you're not you're off on monday what else better to do than to sit back and watch some some probably entertaining golf and just an entertaining show even if you're not necessarily a golf fan it's it's two it's four iconic characters that could just have some fun out there and bring some joy into a covid world where there's nothing else to do so
2: before we get out of here and I, I really we had a great show today we covered a lot of things i mean we started with the ic tournament we we got into double or nothing we had a really nice preview there of double or nothing some mlw news uh what streaming service are they gonna end up on we hit the nwa Carnyland, which is something really interesting that they're doing the only bad thing we had
3: was some horseshit trivia again i don't know i mean you know, it, it, it's just against you. I swear on the notepad it says, fuck, Tony.
2: Yeah, well, there you go, folks. I mean, I pff, fucking told you so. All right. <laughs> Speaking of ESP, let's speak of ESPN things and just wrap this up quickly because it kind of relates to what we're seeing some live event this weekend, something that we can bite our teeth into. Granted, no fans or limited amount of people. What are your thoughts on these major sports carrying through with their seasons uh, without fans? Are you okay with that? I mean, the NBA is looking to come back here in July. Major League Baseball is looking to start up with an abbreviated season. Uh, the college ranks are looking to have it delayed, considering state-to-state things. But what are your thoughts on sports returning with or without fans moving forward?
3: I mean, I, I see it actually... The viewership is going to help a lot because, you know, a lot of people are just scratching at the bit, literally clawing themselves, just trying to get that sports fix. Whether you're watching ESPN or, you know, watching old MLB or NFL or hell, even hockey matches, just everyone's wanting to see what's going on. And I think the no fans thing is going to be all right. I mean... I know, and it's not the most popular sport in the world, nor will I say it ever will be, but I know NASCAR started opening up their racetrack this week at Darlington. And yeah, they had yeah.
2: the races in eight days.
3: Yeah. They they decided, hey, we're going to do the no fans. We're going to have a drone flying around the track to show everything out. And I know on Twitter a bunch of different things just said, like, hey, NASCAR is pretty good rooting for this sponsor or this guy. If you're an old fan or if you're a new fan, it's like the flashy cars. I want that to win. So it, definitely the no fan thing is helping NASCAR at least, but it, with other sports, it should be perfectly fine.
0: Well, I'm just hoping that they're, they taking the temperature of all the cars before they come in there? Because I'm worried that, you know, once they start bunching up, you know, if there's an accident, you're going to be really close. You're not going to be six feet apart. <laughs> I'm all for sports being able to come back, obviously, because I totally miss it and I love watching them. And I'd be absolutely fine with having no fans because I'm watching it from home anyway. So I just want to see the event. I want to see them get out there and, and do their thing and, and entertain us. I, I, that obviously my my worry is just is them, is to make sure that they're going to be safe too. Because obviously they want to get back to work obviously to make, you know, and keep making some money too. But I also want them to be safe. They're obviously going to be the ones that are going to be, depending on whatever sport, you know, banging into each other and being in close quarters and everything. And they're going to have to make sure that everybody's safe. Cause if somebody comes up and tests positive, like we had, you know, and then everything's got to be shut down. Everything's, everybody's got to be safe. So that's the hardest part is how do you do that in that environment? So I just, I, I hope it comes back soon. I, I really do. Cause I, Hundred percent miss it. I want basketball back because we not only just because the Bucks are having an awesome year, but I love watching basketball. That's my favorite sport. And, uh, you know, it's just it's, it sucks that we can't watch anything. So first and foremost, figure out how the players can be safe as well, and then bring it back. I'm all for it, even without you know if we don't have to have the fans. Um, let's just make sure we turn those mics down because from what I understand, they are very filthy out on that court. So.
2: <laughs> how awesome is it going to be for the NBA with those guys? So you can hear them talking shit. Yeah. I mean, put yeah, it on pay per view. Yeah, returns on HBO or Cinemax or something. Yeah, like I'd watch that. <laughs> I'd love to hear their
0: shit, their trash talking. That'd be awesome. Right. Right. Oh boy.
2: Let's let's hit up the social media here and, and get the hell out of here. Great podcast. Thank you everyone for listening. My name's PC Tony. You can find me at PC Tony and all over Chairshot.com and a whole number of things. Uh, most importantly, I want you to head over to at three underscore man. We've checked that out Tuesday. We got the sports branch going on. We're, we're expanding the entertainment branch, bandwagon nerds, et cetera. Look for more bigger, brighter things coming in the future as well. Um, but I just I just want to pop that off real quick. Check out the sports. We did a great job with Last Dance and Ray Cash and, and Blatt and myself are going to keep it going. And we're going to have the chair shop personalities on. We're going to have some sports people that I know personally. Uh, you'll be surprised. So make sure you check out that podcast. AJ, where can they find you all over the social interwebs?
3: They can find me on the Twitter machine at PhenomenalAJB, and you can check me on TheChairShot.com doing everything NWA-related. Like I, like we said prior, Carnyland coming out, daily stuff, so you'll definitely see me covering all of it, all of it every day. Check it out at TheChairShot.com.
2: You can find this show at Podcast DWIDP. You can find that other places as well. You can find it
0: on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. You can also find me all over the worldwide social media interwebs at It's me, DPP. Check out uh, the aforementioned Bruce City Wrestling with Frankie DeFalco. Check out brewcitywrestling1.com and check out Bruce City Wrestling on Facebook as well. It's an awesome follow. You can see a lot of... Uh, promos from some of the wrestlers especially right now with with not much being able to go on they're cutting some good promos some fun stuff going on there as well Uh, we mentioned bandwagon nerds you can find me on there as well on tuesdays and pc tunny also mentioned the expansion of sports and entertainment side of it and we're hoping for some more entertainment sections to come and things
2: so stay tuned for that as well Hashtag foreshadowing. Hashtag possible spoiler. And for the 229th time, you've been listening to another edition of the podcast known as DW. Happy Friday. k non Non-K-Fable. Extended weekend
3: yeah, and have a Memorial Day, bitches. Friday, non-kits, babe. Happy. Have-
2: Ladies and gentlemen, PC Tunney here. Thanks for sticking around after the DWI podcast. On behalf of the chairshot.com and the DWI podcast, myself, DPP, and AJ Belaz, a couple thoughts here before we go. RIP Jerry Sloan, who passed away, um, NBA Hall of Famer, one of the most underrated coaches of all time, 15 seasons with the Utah Jazz, two Western Conference championships, and 15 winning seasons uh, not only was he a great coach, he was the first player to have his number retired by the Chicago Bulls. He was one hell of a player. Unfortunately, the condolences to the families and RIPs continue. RIP Shad Gaspard. Uh, thoughts and prayers go out to his family and Jerry Sloan's family. Speaking of Shad Gaspard, a guy we all know so well from Crime Time with JTG and just a phenomenal father, husband, man in general, uh, incident in the ocean where the waves coming in asked the lifeguards to save his son first the last thing they saw was the wave come over him found him days later r.i.p jerry sloan r.i.p Chad gaspard our deepest sympathies our thoughts and prayers out to all of those families uh, thank you again for listening
1: yo 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 Chad gaspard and jtg it's prime time brooklyn brooklyn we're bringing it, bringing it, the hood to you. Bringing it, bringing it, what you got? we bringing it, bringing it, bringing it, the hood to you. Bringing it, bringing it, that's how. they yo, no more Hollywood. This is Hollywood, and it's crime time. Be scared, you probably should. I come from the streets. I was raised in the gutter. I run up on your mother for that bread and butter. Mess around with these crooks. Get your property took. Robbing is my job. I get paid off the books. Marvin with my squadron coming for stomping. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, who want problems? I can care less about a copper. They call me.